And welcome to another Mary episode hello. of Road. Oh my goodness, he's coming in smoking hot. Chances are you just heard a new song. We don't know what it is yet. It could be a Christmas song because it's a Christmas episode, but it's not It's not what you're used to. It might also be the recording from ZomboCom. You never know. It could you be anything, <laughs> anything we land on. Uh, all we have to do is agree because that's how life and friendship works. Now, uh, I hope you like the new song, which Jimbo and I will certainly like. Absolutely. No, we do. I guess we currently do. I mean, we currently do. We don't know which one it is, but we definitely like it just because that's how, uh, you know, agreements That's how the the time vortex that our podcast is in works. Now, I've got, uh, we've got a pretty full, a pretty full ep. Uh, Some of it Christmas, some of it not. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. I hope you forgot to buy all your gifts. Otherwise, you gotta go out and buy them. I don't know. But- more and more important news. We got a very special email from a very special listener. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimbo, if you don't, if you don't if if you if you'd allow me to do the honors, do them. of of reading it, listener. I'm gonna I'm gonna t- tip the bean can before we fire this off. This is from a sprightly young lad named uh, <coughs> Shaw, who's uh, Jimbo's Jimbo's papa, Jimbo's old yep. man, and also our uh, podcast fact checker. Apparently, absolutely, and so. <laughs> Uh, he, he he wrote in, and uh, I'm not stalling while I bring up the email. I'm prepared. I bet. I already had it brought well, up. These are all just thoughts yeah. that I wanted to say. It's it's a lot more eye contact between us. You know? Yes. That's, that's what we're doing right now. Yes. So the, t- the, the, the email is titled Jimbo's 21st Inaccuracies, and it goes as such. Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into her side, chief. We was coming back from the island of Tinain, Talit. We just delivered the bomb. The Hiroshima bomb. Eleven hundred men went into the water. Vessel went down in twelve minutes. Didn't see the first shark for about... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the speech from Jaws. Uh, Hang on. Well, it's a Shaw. It's Hang on. in the family. Wrong Shaw. Wrong Shaw. My apologies, dear listener. We're going to fire up the music again. And Jimbo's 21st Inaccuracies. Main Street in Newark is over a mile long, and now is longer that Elkton Road is called South Main Street. Newark has a lot of good bars. It's a college town. Ding! <laughs> Iron Hill Brewery was a microbrew long before the microbrew craze, and it makes beer on premise. Ding! <laughs> Your parents don't even like Grotto Pizza, let alone, quote, love it, end quote. Ding! <laughs> Your parents bought your first legal drink, and then some lady who didn't know you bought your second, and it was a mistake. We were afraid you were going to die! Exclamation point. Ding, ding, ding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was dense. That was that was a lot of a lot of fact checking in like seven sentences. Yeah, much like a uh, much like a group breakfast at any company in New England. I feel fully dunked. Nice. group breakfast got that right yep that's something we don't do nowadays no well uh apologies to mr to mr shaw the other mr shaw i know we let you down but i hope the spirit of what we're doing here which is just an exercise in impotent stupidity has still been successful well i mean you know this is this is our second uh fact check like dispute yeah so so i mean 
we're getting responses from the the people who <laughs> were involved in these stories. Yeah, that's you know, I appreciate the other perspective because a lot of that is subjective. I you know, my parents still ate Grotto's pizza. I'm sure you know as much as I did. And and look, no one should ever let the truth get in the way of a good story. Exactly. That's that's a. Uh, I think that's like a, a poster that you'll see in like uh, Wall Street guys' bedrooms, but uh, it's not the worst advice. I think it's tattooed on my dad's brain. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet it is. Now, this is just a quick one, but I feel like so I, I I've mentioned my work walks before, where I kind of do that walk out to the pier and and it, it goes through the parking lots that sometimes allow me to see odd things yeah and um today I, I i got one of those moments so i was i was walking walking along and for the listener this is uh, uh we're recording this on uh december 2nd so it's it's still early in the christmas decorating season season but you know not not out of the realm of of possibility for what i saw so walking along i've just gotten out of the parking lot section of the walk and i'm now onto the sort of landscaped I wouldn't call it a park, but the landscaped lawn and uh, shrubbery part of the walk before I get to the pier. And part of what they've they've grown uh, to cover up the, to, to block the view of the barbed wire fence to the Oakland airport are these really tall, I mean, I guess they're like, they look like pussy willows. They're like the big tall reeds, but they're like super fucking tall. <laughs> hey, they could be tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> they could be some real tough ass willows. Yeah. Nah, these were little bitches. And uh, yeah, they're probably like 10 feet tall and really fluffy. And there were two girls, probably like late teens, early 20s. One of them had like six of them in her hand. And the other one had some of those long uh, bush snippers, like where it's got the little cut cutter at the end and the, the yeah. long head of like pruning like a tree. And she's really struggling with these fucking snippers, like really fucking having a hard time picking them up. And I was just laughing like in my head, like, damn, that's a person who really needs to get outside more and pick some stuff up until I got closer and realized they were not snippers. She was cutting down fucking sticks with industrial grade bolt cutters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which uh, for anybody who doesn't fuck around with bolt cutters a a at all, they only open like even the big ones, like maybe three quarters of an inch. Like cause big enough for, yeah, a master lock to be snipped. Basically yeah. they're like a chain chain link yeah and be snipped and the ones she was using were like three feet long at least so like i would not be surprised if they weigh upwards of like 25 pounds so yeah, yeah it'd be a little unwieldy because she was kind of on her tiptoes trying to you know cut the tops off these things but i just thought that was hilarious that they had yeah, access maybe she's to making a wreath oh they were probably that's what they're probably making some christmas decorations but it was just funny that she had access to bolt cutters and not snippers like not snippers know. or a saw tin snips like a cheap metal cutter like honest anything. honestly household scissors would have worked because it's you're, it's not even a it's stick a it's, it's a reed yeah hey like brief aside here there's weeping willow and pussy willow does willow have any like good <laughs> leading Look, adjectives willow's going through some shit <laughs> I guess. And, and, you know, we just need to be supportive of the willow All right. through these times. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, we, we should we should crossbreed some of these willows and make, yeah, a, a weeping pussy willow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, there, there has to be a grindcore band called Weeping Pussy out there. There has to be. It's like an all-girl grindcore <laughs> band. Maybe. Maybe. 
Yeah. Uh, but f- funny story about the Snippers thing too, and this is this is Charles' story. Don't worry, Dad. I'm, I'm going to be faithful to the facts here. Um, <laughs> uh, my dad has like some of those big like four foot like clippers with with like a big you know probably three inch blade and it opens really wide. You can cut some pretty big trees with it or tree branches. And he was trying to cut one in the backyard and had one of the handles in his hands in front of him, and then the other rod handle placed on his chest, like, against yeah. his oh, chest. I've done that move. Yeah. Yeah. Just pulling it towards him with, with both hands. Yeah. He cracked his stern, like, he <laughs> he cut the uh, the tree branch, but cracked his sternum and bent his wedding ring onto his finger. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Fact check that one. Uh so I've 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 long said I like a tool that can destroy itself. So like uh I mean like a saw that can like cut through its own power cord, you know, a- a- any anything that can can damage itself I think is is very funny. And uh like a soldering iron you can actually m- accidentally melt through the cord and everything. So it's very funny that uh your dad was able to to turn just the the concept of snipping into <laughs> you know, like damaging himself. Yeah. Look, I don't mean I'm, uh, sir. I'm not laughing at your injury. I'm laughing at your strength because that's very like I, I'm impressed by all feats that the Jimbo just described. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I come from a long line of you know herders. Pain don't hurt. Clumsy, clumsy <laughs> oafs. Hell yes. Now speaking of medical procedures and such, I know I have a COVID story to tell. But I think, speaking on behalf of the listener, we'd like to hear how you're doing. I'm negative. Yeah, you seem positive as fuck. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, you know, despite despite all the positivity, I am still not positive. That's fantastic news. Yeah, and uh, you know, basically everybody else except for that that coworker. <laughs> uh, yeah, has continued to test negative. Yeah. Listener, the, the I believe it was the morning after we recorded the last one, uh, where where Jimbo's still in the throes of his of his strict quarantine. Uh, he sent me the most beautiful of photos. Yeah, that, that was I, Thanksgiving I, morning. Oh, it was. Fuck, it was. Yeah, that's what I did on Thanksgiving morning. And boy, was I thankful. So, please, you're gonna want to look at this photo that's gonna be posted uh, to the Instagram. Um, I will have already posted it. Uh, before this comes out, I'm gonna post it roughly in the timeline of when uh when I received it. So probably the day after the last episode came out. You you may have already seen it, but my God, my God, what a sight! Yeah, I mean I was bored, and uh, you know I had been awake for like three hours at that point, which in in a ten by ten room, not a lot to do. Boredom doesn't always turn into art, but when it does, I reap the benefits. I didn't write any good songs though during quarantine gotta say yeah i mean it's not really inspirational it's more just nope bracing i i you know i found myself like thankful for like most most of all what i was thankful for on thanksgiving was this this window that i have the american flag over and just looking up the street and judging people's park jobs basically that that was me, like being Fonda in in Rear Window. I was just like, <laughs> they've been like that for an hour. <laughs> How has nobody hit them or or towed them? 
that's what's going to get us through these these uh, these strange times. Yeah, judging people's park jobs. Well, I do it a lot, and I send Ben a lot of pictures about it. Yeah, and it's one of those things that I think even if you're like a serial bad parker, like if you're like some people know and they're just not good at it, and they know it, and they're like, I'm, I try and I fail, and I think everybody can just appreciate a really bad park job when they see it. Just like, damn, this guy didn't Wh- even wow. Try. Yeah, like you're not even in the ballpark, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the best part about it is it's a lot of new cars with with the cameras and the sensors. Yeah, and uh, I mean, remember when we just used spatial awareness, and it was like, yeah, my back tire and bumper are are in these locations in relative to my head. Yeah, and a couple of those cars have that like you put it in parallel park mode, and you just have to like tap the gas and brake. What's that about? I mean, you know. They should just make the the ninety degree axles that. <laughs> That's what we're waiting for. Yeah, the Harrier jet of cars, like they can they can make a plane that that lifts off. You know, doesn't need a runway. Somebody tell Elon Musk to go put sideways wheels on car. He put iPad in car. Maybe he can put sideways wheels in car. What about a ball? If we just rode on four like balls, <laughs> now nah, they have to be attached somewhere. Yeah, unless you like. Nah. Did magnets? Magnets. It's always magnets. Fucking magnets. How do they work? There we go. All right. There's your Christmas gift, Elon. Get on the magnets. Yeah. And stop stop focusing on space, honestly. Like, I, I just solve the even, problems here. He's never even thought about magnets before. Yeah. There's no way he has. Someone should tell him about magnets. Now, uh, I'm going to regale you with my, with my COVID tales. Cool. I'm actually going to crack a beverage. Um, I have a... A holiday-themed cider. It's Ooh. holiday spiced cider. And this is me tapping the full beverage. And yep, there we go. Oh wow! Really put yeah. it down. That was really good. That was solid foley. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, the the crack sound. Genuinely impressed. Thank you. So Reagan and I had been down in Southern California on a little, little tiny drive before they when they increased the. Uh, the curfew and put the lock, uh, put the curfew in place and increase the quarantine procedures or whatever. So we drove back up and we were like, all right, let's get a COVID test. I got mine uh, last Tuesday, so the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and then I got my results. This is through a, this is through a, not through my healthcare provider, uh, which shall remain nameless, but they suck ass and they usually it's over a week before you can get a test and it costs money. So this is through just a free service. It's not technically through the city, but they're all around the Bay Area. And I've gotten all, not all six, I've gotten all four of my local tests through them before. So make the appointment on Tuesday, go in, I get the swab. Then on Black Friday slash my birthday, they uh, send me an email, a text, and a voicemail all saying, hey, your results were inconclusive. So you got to come back in and get another test. And so I was like, all right, cool. Uh, book me for another test. And they're like, uh, we don't do that. We don't do that. You have to go through the, (laughs) of course they don't. You have to go through the website. And I was like, just like normal as if I didn't already have an inclusive. Like we're just pushing the restart button. You're telling me I have to come back and you're not helping me come back. So I called my shitty insurance people. And other than I got to do the very fun thing of while they were confirming who I was, they were like, oh, and when's your birthday? And I said, uh, it's today, actually, but in 1988. And they were like, oh, happy birthday. That was that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I've never called like 
the doctor on my birthday before. That's a well. It's a very adult thing to do. It is very. Call adult. your insurance company. Ooh, ooh. Say it again. I'm such a grown up. Huh. And uh, so they couldn't see me for radio. like over. They couldn't see me for over a week. So I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. And um, yeah, so which, uh, which hasn't even expired yet. Like, actually, we're, we're, we're only five days from, from. I'm telling this story all out of order. First, I, I went right on the website after they told me I couldn't schedule another one through through the company that I had it through before. I went right on the website and just scheduled the next one that I could in the Bay Area, which was the following Tuesday that then I called my insurance company, talked to a very nice woman on the phone who was like, oh, yeah, we're not going to be able to see you for over a week. And I was like, oh, I have an appointment scheduled on Tuesday, so don't don't even book that. I'm, I'm, I was just seeing if you guys could get me in sooner. Since I have this inconclusive test, which means like I need like I should get one as soon as possible. And the woman was like, who do you get your test through? And I, I told her the company and she was like, oh, good, good, because I, I I I need to get a test. Uh, can you recommend like, like 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 where do you like she needed a recommendation and she works for the insurance company and yep. needed to know how to get a test. She was the that, COVID scheduling hotline. That's that's a very 2020 uh, like interaction. I feel it's like it, you're supposed to be the like expert, like the point person for this. And yeah, I'm, I'm your source now. Yeah. So then I, 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 so I got my appointment on Tuesday, which, uh, as we're recording, this was yesterday. Appointment's at one thirty. It's about 20 minutes from work. So about 25 minutes before that, before the appointment, I get in the car. I like to be a little early. I'm from the East Coast. So I'm driving along. My phone buzzes. It's in my pocket. I'm not checking it. I'm driving. I get out of the car, mask up, go to stand in line, check my phone. I've gotten a text message that says, your appointment at 1.30 has been canceled. And I was just like, uh, like, bro, I'm fucking here. Yeah. And so then the woman in front of me, there's a guy who works there. Who I've, I've, I've seen him before getting previous tests. The, the one that I'd gotten the week before at the same place. He's walking by. He's like, hey, we're, we're, they're super busy today. Just make sure you have your patient ID number ready to go so we can get you in and out as soon as possible. Everybody has to have an appointment. And the woman in front of me was just like, hey, I got a text message like 20 minutes ago saying my appointment's been canceled. He's like, oh, yeah, you got to go home then. Like, they're not going to let you in. And like four or five others of us, including myself, were like, we also got them? And they were like, he was like, yeah. Other people tried earlier. He's like, I can go ask them to come out, but they're not going to let you in. And I was like, I- I'm here to get a retest because the last one that you guys did was inconclusive. He was like, I'll go. He's, he's like, I'll, I'll go get somebody. Like, he's like, I'm literally just here to tell people to get their patient idea. I was like, that's that, that's cool, you know. No worries. So then uh, this woman came out and she was just like, "Uh, yeah, no, y'all got to go home. Like, we're not testing you today." And I was like, "Then reschedule me for the next available one." She's like, "Oh, we can't schedule from here. Like, we don't even know how to do that." That's ah. <laughs> come on. It's like I'm at the establishment that I want to come to that I've come to many times before. The reason I didn't come down here to schedule before was because you made it easy. I could do it online. Yeah, and then I talked to people on the phone that were like, "Ah, you, we can tell you your test, but we can't do it." And then I come to the the, the actual place, and they're like, mm, "They nah. schedule tests till four p.m. So if you need to cancel some shit at one, you cancel the four p.m. people because they aren't in the fucking car on the way there." Luckily, I mean, the other people were furious. I was just kind of pissed off because, but like, I was—I mean, I was on my lunch break. It's not the end of the world. But other people, like, I don't know. 
People might have to like fucking get, get child care for all I fucking know. Like, yeah, you know, so, like th- these sites aren't everywhere. I, I work 20 minutes from one, but, uh, you know, it's possible to live in the Bay Area and still be like an hour drive. You know, I, I don't know. But like people came out of their way to fucking do the the fist, uh, the, the, the socially responsible thing. getting tested. Anyway, the piece de resistance for me. Icing on cake. So again, the fucking appointment was supposed to be at one thirty. I get a phone call at 2.50 from this poor son of a bitch who goes, hey, man, your appointment's canceled. And I was just like, what appointment? Because now I'm thinking, oh, they, they automatically rescheduled me. And he was like, your appointment for and today. already canceled it. He was like, your appointment for today. I was like, what appointment for today? And he was like, the one at, he's like, it says here it's at one thirty. I was like. Dude, we're we're in the same time zone. Like, yeah, we're we're past that. There's no one thirty left Are in you America. Calling from Hawaii? Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> it. That's the only option is Hawaii, as far as American one thirties left that day. And he was like, "Oh, Alaska. so you are?" He was like, "So you already know?" I was like, "Yeah, dude." Because I went there, and that you was... texted me. You can you have robots that do this now. Like <laughs> you understand that they're just paying you because they're getting warp speed money for some reason. So then I was like, "Well, now that I got you on the horn, uh, can you reschedule me?" He was like, "No." Nah. <laughs> I was do like, that. "Sweet." So I'm not getting a test because the next one available is another week out, which puts me at the two week time period. So fuck it. Like, yeah, d- don't come near me, right? I mean, there's just I'm just gonna continue to distance. I mean, not that I was running around licking people anyway, but yeah, neither was I. But you know, it was it was like a good escape to just force myself into my room. I think it lasted one day too long, but I definitely had most of the provisions I needed. Good. How? how yeah. How'd your supplies last? How'd they hold up? How long were you in there? Uh, two and a half days. Two and a half days. Yeah. So it was three nights. It was a Wednesday, a Thursday, and a Friday night. Over Thanksgiving weekend. Brutal. Yeah. Well, I took three bottles of wine, two, I think, like the regular red wine, and then a third larger Pinot Grigio. Yeah, that was – the cheese balls went first, and then, <laughs> like, I really, you know, I really craved, like, warm things and crunchy things because mm. all I was left with was really banana bread. Matt was kind enough to give me, like, a plate of – Chicken and and stuffing for Thanksgiving, like, left outside the door. Nice. And then the next time he asked if I needed anything, I was like, can I get, like, three days worth of gummy vitamins? (laughs) (laughs) So, six? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, for men of our size, it's like nine, ten. Why why not? It's it's a small snack. Yeah. It's the snack that smiles back, goldfish. (laughs) The snack that keeps on giving. (laughs) My only other... Thanksgiving anecdote that that occurred. So I believe I told you and the listener that uh, the night before our friendsgiving, our oven broke, yep. and it was it was the mechanism, the actual metal internal valve that all went to shit. Just need to get replaced. So they replaced it, and unbeknownst to us, because we'd done baking since during the replacing, they fucked up the handle that turns it. Yeah. So it's... our oven broke again. Uh, the night damn. before Thanksgiving. Wow. So both times we tried to cook a turkey this month, uh, we failed. Or I'm sorry, we cooked the turkey both times, just neither was in our house. So you succeeded. So we succeeded, but like... The oven gods are against you right now. Yes. All right. Yeah. 
Well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we went down to her parents' place, and her parents basically just stayed upstairs. We did all the cooking in in their kitchen, and because the original plan was her sister was going to do some cooking at her place, we were going to do some cooking at our place, and then just come down there, and everyone's going to swap food outside, and then go home. And so we ended up just slightly modifying that plan where. Her parents just stayed upstairs. We cooked. They just threw then her sister of, came of over. mashed potatoes at you. We got a slingshot for some of the turkey meat. It was great nice. fun. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that all went well. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I'd say the highlight of, of this sort of calendar week. So last week I was, it was my birthday and Thanksgiving. Those are hard to beat. But as far as if, if we're putting a reset on like Monday as like the beginning of the new week, the highlight of the week we're currently in was I watched a film called elves came out in 1989 yeah and i've got some notes <laughs> good good i'm glad yeah what, what, what version did you watch same one as you bud the blurry youtube version <sighs> love it yeah some people some people can't do the you know perfect square or the the four by three four three ratio totally fine with it you know and then the the quality, you know, this this Zoom calls like way better. Yeah. So I watched the first hour of it on my TV in my living room while Reagan was out. Then I watched the remaining half hour on my work computer this morning at work. All right. On my, on on my lunch break. So it was like a cliffhanger for you then. And the tits part happened at work because <laughs> I kind of forgot you'd mentioned that there were tits gratuitous like as as an 80s movie should yeah be. and i also kind of forgot that i was like well the part of me was like there can't be tits i'm watching this on youtube there's tits well there there's a kid that just i think the movie was rated r in the 80s damn and it's because like it launches into a kid that's like maybe 10 years old just saying fucking shit my sister's got big tits i actually so that's my first note is the yep. line the actual the specific line he says so for the listener who I, I, I will uh, echo Jimbo's recommendation, it's a fun watch. It's a good movie. I wouldn't watch it around children. I wouldn't watch it around people. Like, like watch it and laugh. Like, it's, it's very stupid, but very fun. But towards the beginning of the movie, uh, the main character woman who is, I think she's supposed to be in high school, but she's clearly like 20. She's taking a shower, and yeah, her like 10-year-old little brother comes in the room and she's like, says something to the effect of, get out of here, you creep. What are you doing? And he just goes, yeah, well, I like looking at girls and you've got big tits. Just like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yep. Like, that's a hard opening. I mean, it's not the oh, it's not the first line, but it's early enough in the film. It's, you're just like, it's like the second or third scene. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Then uh, a few scenes later, she's got the the main character has this cat that she likes and her mom She's her mom's a real son of a bitch. Well, her mom's her mom's a real bad lady. Is she her her Not mom? Not just her mom. I know. I know. But um she decides, oh, full spoilers cuz honestly, the plot is almost secondary to the it is secondary to the enjoyment of the film. You know, and if you haven't listened to last episode and yeah. watched Elves like Yeah. Come on. So the, the the titular elf Basically climbs on top of the little boy at night and is well, like... Well, it's a hard plastic thing that barely moves, right? That yeah, and it, can't, it, it can't close its mouth, so just laying on top of him. But, like, it's kind of implied that he was, like, maybe trying to choke him or something. It's really hard to see what what's supposed to be happening, but he has scratched the boy. And so the boy starts screaming. 
the his sister and mom come running in. And there's obviously nothing there when they get there, but he's scratched, and so they blame the, the mom blames the cat. And so cut to one of the scenes that takes place the next day, and the mom goes and grabs the cat from outside, brings it into the bathroom, and then... Now, James, there's literally a saying about the multiple ways to skin a cat, because I guess people used to like killing cats, but if you were going to drown a cat in a bathroom, what would you use? I would gather the cat in a pillowcase, and I would go to the toilet, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You put it in the tub. This woman drowns the cat in the toilet in a pillowcase. I don't know why she had to drown it. Like, that... <laughs> she was already outside. Yeah. She dug a hole anyway, like... Yeah. She also... she Yeah, she buried it. You'd think she just fucking tossed it in the woods, because, I mean, she's, she's being... Don't worry. It comes a, back. Yeah. She's just being an <laughs> evil ass. But, like... The tub is right there. You're drowning that shit. I mean, she's got her hands all up in that toilet. Even I mean, the like sink. Even the sink is way better. Honestly, just for your own hygiene. Like her hands were brushing up against the underside of the bowl where you never clean. Just horrific. Yeah, I think the worst part about it is, you know, they get right to it with the cat murder. It's like she's got it in the bag and then she's in the bathroom like opening the uh, lifting up the toilet seat to just and you're like, no, she's not going to try to flush, is she? And then she just fucking hold. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's brutal. Maybe that's why it was rated R. It was it teaches people <laughs> how to. It's one way to kill a cat. Honestly, probably the roughest scene in the movie to watch. The rest of the gore yes. is just silly and campy. But that was like, oh boy. Um, then you mentioned the line last time. Very very funny. But the in the plot. Uh, Santa slash Grizzly Adams is going to some like occult expert who's having Christmas Eve dinner with his family. He just bursts into this guy's house and they do some real racist demeaning shit to the housekeeper, the Hispanic housekeeper. That was, well, it was 89, man. Yeah, that was kind of fucked up. But, um, he ba- Grizzly Adams is basically like, tell me what you know about elves and the Nazis and shit like that. And so the guy goes on this whole thing about like how the sperm of the elf contains this and he needs to impregnate the virgin and all that stuff. And he's going on and on about the occult and Nazis and elves and sperm and virgins. And then at the end, as Grizzly Adams is leaving, his daughter, who's sitting at the just... She is next to Grizzly Adams for all of this. She's effectively also receiving this lecture from her father. She's She's also probably getting a lot of, like, secondhand smoke just from his breath. Like, the amount of smoking he did in this movie was was criminal. Yeah, and she's probably, what, five? She's, like, just, like, I mean, she's a little fucking... She's the youngest... She and her brother are the youngest people in this movie. And she says to her dad after he leaves, Daddy, what's elves? And that's when he comes in with the... Not elves, elves, but like, fuck you movie for thinking that a kid doesn't know yeah. what elves are, but also like if, if that kid's going to ask a question, it's going to be, Hey dad, what the fuck are Nazis and sperm and virgins and all these other weird words I've never fucking heard before. Like, yep. not the one thing that I have heard before because of the whole Santa's elves thing. Hey dad, who is that hobo that came in and, and made you talk with all those funny words? And then he made fun of our housekeeper. Yeah. Well, no, he was actually kind of, <laughs> he was fine. The The dad was the one who was telling her to, like, call 911 and then said 911 in Spanish and kept saying, policia, policia. And she was just there like, huh? Huh? Maybe she didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's Portuguese. <laughs> who knows? 
And then uh, my last note, other than the general discussion we will have after, as far as things I actually wrote down. So the tits in this movie are the mom character. And uh, she's she's decided she's going to take a bath where she decided to not drown the cat. So we know she is capable of using the tub. And it might have been a different bathroom, though. Could have been. But she does what all uh, people in the 80s did, which is put their giant plug-in boom box on a stool precariously next to the bathtub. And then she undresses, and it, the camera cuts. And so we still haven't seen any nudity. And then we see uh, we got a shot from the back. So we see her climbing in. So we, we see her butt. And it's to my eye, and I went back because I, I, I fucking love when 80s movies do this. And I watched the scene again to confirm. I would bet dollars to donuts that that is a butt double. It's not her. Yeah. Because they're clearly <laughs> yep. wearing a giant blonde wig that, like, is it's not adjusted correctly on their head at all. They basically said, like, this is the actress and gave her a picture from, like, her high school yearbook. <laughs> yeah. And then this person who's pretending to be the mom, then gets, uh, you know, lays down in the tub, and then the camera cuts to the shoulders up shot of the mom in the tub, like like the like, like back to her face. And uh, then the, during the electrocution scene, uh, it's just a woman, like, some real in, in interesting cuts, and th that's the tits. But it, it's kind of hard to tell. I, I'm actually less confident that was a body double. That might have been her. Yeah. I think she just might have been self-conscious about her butt. And hey. I cannot relate to that because at all we've all seen yeah. it. Yeah, yours is great. This thing just won't quit. Yep. But uh, you know, I've got I've got parts of me that I would like doubled if I were in a film. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I'd cast somebody else as me. <laughs> just the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can hang out with me fine as long as they you know look better and are more articulate. Yeah. But that was the uh, that was the last of my. Of my notes on that, but that 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 was a fun romp of a film. I don't see me watching it any time other than around the holidays. It's definitely due to its Christmas theme. You know, I, I December how, a, a how December was, watch. How was Dan Haggerty for you, uh, Grizzly Adams? Man, he was charming. Right? He was so charming. He was like a good detective too. I mean, I, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll give you the fact that yeah, he does not look as good as he used to. <laughs> but yeah. but but he's aged in 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 a way that the the wear and tear on him just makes him look more trustworthy. I don't know. I found him to be delightful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely they definitely knew, you know, their ankle and it was like people who like Dan Haggerty. Yeah. We're clearly them. They got us. I mean, the whole movie takes place over I'm going to Maybe 48 hours. I think it's probably closer to 36 hours. But uh, because of that, he's basically only in one outfit other than when he's the mall Santa. So he's just in like a sweater, like a thick sweater, just looking so damn huggable the whole fucking time because he's gotten thick, but not fat. Just yeah. like big old guy like, kind of kind of kind of vibe. Yeah, Dennehy dad body. Yes, very Brian Dennehy, but without the anger of the Dennehy face. Yeah. Well, he hides it with the beard and and the flowy hair, man. If instead of tons and tons of heroin and cocaine, Brian Dennehy just became a chain smoker who drank a lot of beer yep. and probably smoked weed. I got a feeling Dan Haggerty. How do you go from police detective to? vagrant to mall santa like man <laughs> so i didn't realize that when you said he was a vagrant they show him getting evicted from his trailer 
and it's not even like a full size trailer park trailer. It's like a it's a camper. Like he yeah. gets evicted from a camper. Yeah. And he doesn't <laughs> tow it away. He doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't like he doesn't have a car. He doesn't it's... break the wind. He does have a car. Oh yeah. He's got a car. <laughs> I don't think it could tow the camper. It's like a it's like That's a right. sedan. But uh yeah, he doesn't like break a window to try to just like I guess he's probably not going to squeeze in through one of the windows. And it's got an actual I think a padlock on it, so I don't see him being able to like you couldn't unlock it from the inside or anything. But uh I just thought it was funny how he, he immediately gives up. He's like, I guess I'm just not sleeping in this camper ever again, and all my stuff's gone. Oh, well. I'm going to go uh, get free coffee and smoke a bunch of cigarettes at the mall food court. Who wants to go to the mall with me? I'm going to go to the mall and live there. Anybody Anybody need to go to the mall? I'm going to the mall. <laughs> yeah, over here. Huh. Is that one for the mall? We're gonna, let's go to the mall. <laughs> well, I mean, what would you do? I, I I think a mall in 89 would be pretty good. So that would be good. But I also feel like because it's 89, you don't ha- like there's no way this guy's got a credit card or even or probably a department store, right? Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't have like a bank account attached to this fucking trailer. You know, like they've probably got his name or whatever he wrote down. Probably not even his real name. So what I'm doing is I'm getting into that fucking trailer by hook or by crook. I'm getting it. I'm getting my shit out of it. And absolutely destroying it in the process, then I'm going to the department store. Nice. Because I don't give up on your stuff. He definitely did. He seems like he's probably got at least a, like half a carton of cigarettes and a gun in there. Like, <laughs> where did he keep getting all those smokes? Like, Man, how many smokes did he have he, on him? <laughs> I wonder if he just like had tucked them up in that cable knit sweater, if that's what was like making it so puffy. That's why he was always rolling up the sleeves. He was constantly pushing the sleeves halfway up his forearms. <laughs> I think he was just very warm from wearing a thick sweater the whole time. And running fucking around. Like, there were some stunts, man. That car and explosion where he had to tuck and roll out the side. But it was convenient because somebody else showed up with a car that he easily disarms. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh man, I lost my car. Oh wait, here's another one. Also, again, spoiler for the listener, but it's it it can't ruin it. If anything, <laughs> it'll just make it easier to understand what you're watching because this is the only other time I had to rewind to confirm what I had just seen. He's he's basically he's just figured it all out. He's talked to the expert. He knows what's going on with the Nazi elves and stuff, and he's elves. going. My apologies. I'm I'm, I'm going to let you get away with it. And he's driving to go save the day, right? And so he's like, well, in addition to chain smoking on the whole drive there, I got to listen to some fucking tunes. I got to throw on the radio. So he turns on the radio and it's not fucking working for him. You know, it's kind of cutting out. So he does what any sensible man does. And he punches the dashboard several times and a bomb falls out from under the glove compartment on the passenger side. (laughs) So then he's holding it in his hand. And he does the sensible thing of throw himself out of the car. He doesn't right. throw the bomb that's in his hand out the open window that he has down because he's smoking cigarettes. He instead <laughs> dives out of a moving car, which means he has to let go of the bomb he's holding. I Did you see a cigarette in his hand when he jumped out? No, but I know one was there. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, it's like, he looked at the bomb, it's like, <laughs> all right, 
I gotta light up and get out of here. <laughs> My only thought, and they could have done it with like one one line, would have uh, like to cover it up. It's been like. If he'd had the thought, oh, I found one bomb in my car, maybe there are multiple bombs. Not that <laughs> it still wouldn't make detective. any sense. Yeah, but like, I don't think people who set bombs in cars, one, they usually are like, when you start the car, that's when it goes off. It's not like a timer and they just kind of hope no, you're this, in the car. This was Acme brand, <laughs> Wiley Coyote yeah. timer. And he just fucking jumps out of the side of the car. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So, yeah, I had to back up and be like, so wait a minute. Did I just watch a guy punch his jalopy because the radio is cutting out? Which, one, probably not the fault of the radio. It's radio. You're probably just, like, losing signal. The first time you lose signal in a, in a car you're driving, maybe a rental car for, for work, or if you buy a new car, the first time you lose signal, do you instantly, like... No. Just now, this is exactly why when I travel for work, I bring a pipe wrench with me. And as soon as the radio has the nerve to, to give me any sort of back talk, I go to town on that Sirius XM platform like it owes me money. Yeah, quite honestly. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who would try to bomb me should should definitely know that I, I bring my own bombs into cars anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like to roll them dice. <laughs> Yeah, it's more dangerous to be near me and my possessions than than it is to to try to get me. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh it's Christmas time. Yeah. That's fun. Jingle jangle. This is the last episode we're going to get to record where we get to be in the festive spirit this blatantly because come the new year, nobody's want nobody's going to want to hear about like us on New Year's Eve being like, "What's up? How we doing?" Still not Christmas yet, so we gotta we gotta squeeze this motherfucker for all the juice we got. Damn right. Well, you know, in honor of of uh, you know one of the weirdest Thanksgivings, this this will be a weird Christmas. So we should we should tell each other what we know we're getting for Christmas because this is how Christmas works as adults. You buy you buy your own things. That's true. We're getting each other stuff for Christmas. Okay. No, I'm getting I'm getting me for Christmas. Oh, I misunderstood, even though you were very clear in your explanation. No, it's all good. I'm getting myself some more goddamn cheese balls. My man. Yeah. Let's see. I'm uh And I'm also thankful for cheese balls. There's a good chance that I'm gonna get myself a new pair of pants. Nice. And uh I actually I actually had to do that. I stand Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Old reliable. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well uh Brace yourself, Jimbo. Are you sitting down? I can tell you are. But are you sitting down? I can. I can. I can stand up. No, no, no. Remain oh. seated. Oh, sorry. Remain seated. All right. I'm. I'm. I may stray out of the Dickies brand. Wow. Really? Yeah. To who? Levi's. Levy's. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. I haven't had a pair of not Dickies. <sighs> I'm gonna go since Predator Two came out. If I had to put a date on it. Yep. No, it's probably it's uh serious, ser time. seriously since probably like Predators came out. Like 2007, I'd say, honestly. Alien versus Predator Requiem? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that I that feels But that, before Predators. That feels right. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I, I I'm going to keep everybody uh up to date on uh Pantsgate 2020 as it unfolds. Um but basically 
and I know no one wants to hear this, but I've gotten too I've gotten too buff for my pants. Yeah, <laughs> I just You're telling I, me, I just can't I can't bend in them. Like any amount, any amount of if I lift my leg, my 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 whole shit's fucked. They're just too tight. Can we make uh, some sort of app like uh, Nerd Wallet, but for pants? It's just like based on these dimensions and and you know <laughs> your your activities. We think these pants would work for you. Uh, what I'd like to do is dip myself into some sort of goo and make a mold, and then send that off to some sort of pant scientist and let them know the activities I like to do. I want to be able to. I want to be able to squat down. I got to squat down at work. Pick stuff up. Move stuff around. Crawl on the ground sometimes. Get under the car. But I don't want to wear just one of those pairs. They got they got stretch pants for fellas. And hey, I don't begrudge anybody some comfort, but. That just doesn't seem to offer the durability and protection that that I want in pants. Yeah. So I don't want them like full stretchy. They call I think, them, you'd, they, I think you'd wear them out. They call them joggers now, James. They call them joggers. They used to call them sweatpants. Now they call them joggers. Yeah. We're, I know. We're getting old and I love it. I fucking love it. You know, back when I used to run, <laughs> we wore sweatpants in the yeah. winter. And I didn't have gloves. And now when you're sitting there not sweating, you wear joggers and you park on a freaking, you, you park in a freaking driveway and you're freaking driving a freaking parkway. <laughs> uh, speaking of incredibly good content and jokes, Jimbo, I've done it again. I sent you this week's Vanity Play of the Week. All right. I heard it buzz in the background. That's, that's going to be the new move since my phone is slow as fuck. I'm going to send it and I'll just wait till I hear that telltale buzz. So this is this week's Vanity Plate of the Week. All right. All right, Jimbo, you want to hit us with... Uh, so what What do you see there, Jimbo? It's a late 2000s, maybe early 2010s crossover vehicle. Probably situated on a nice street. It looks like there's a lot of, a lot of nice scenery in the background. But um, <laughs> California plates read P-E-N star W-N-R. So it's, it's pen... Star Wiener. Yeah. Or it's Penis Wiener. Penis Wiener. It's Penis Wiener. Penis Wiener. There's nothing else it could be. What else could it be? Yeah. I'll allow Penis Winner. I'll allow that. Yeah. Penis Winner, well, also acceptable. Given your population out there in San Francisco, you know, I'm I'm glad you guys are proud of being Penis Wieners. San Francisco is nothing if not proud. <laughs> I mean, tru- truly. Like, I'm not trying to make an ironic joke here. Like... Yeah, we're strong in Boston. Yes. We, we every Boston every city has its adjective. Uh New York is of course remember fuck. Philly is also fuck. Also fuck. <laughs> Bozeman, Montana is hey. <laughs> good for them. I'm glad. That's a good motto. It's not it's not a bad motto. Now let's see. By the uh, by, the powers of math, uh, this is going to be our second to last episode of this year. Good job, math. Come on, this year, twenty twenty. I don't know if anybody noticed at home, but the year is twenty twenty. It doesn't get mentioned very frequently. The year, but it's almost over, and nothing's going to change. <laughs> I ag- I agree to a certain extent, and I was actually talking to Reagan about this, where we were kind of like. And obviously, it's different for every case, but it's sort of we were kind of reflecting on, you know, like what our first year of marriage has been like just because, you know, 
goddamn terrifying. The marriage itself has been great, but, you know, the world has had its fair share of issues that, you know, encroach upon everything. And so we're just kind of like, well, it's going to be hard to get much worse than this. And that's not a challenge. It's just saying that, like, even if things do get worse, like, other than, like, a full-on, like, if aliens land or Bigfoot turns out to be real, but he's racist or, like, any other world. Sh- what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what if Bigfoot's That racist? would break me. <laughs> I need him to be benevolent and wholesome and, most importantly, woke as fuck, but quiet about it. I don't need him shoving it down my throat. I just need him to get it. Yeah, you need, like, a Harry and the Hendersons type Bigfoot? Absolutely. But it's just one of those, let's take comfort in the fact that we got through it, and it's Christmas time, and it's probably the strangest Christmas any of us have ever had. If you've had a stranger one, write in and let us know, because I'd love to hear about it. But, uh, yeah, those of us that are here are here, and uh, we've got the ability to communicate with one another pretty easily, which, again, you should always do that around the holidays anyway, just because it's tough for a lot of folk, and this year more than ever, so just shoot shoot off some texts. No one's going to be pissed off about getting a text from you. Fire one off. Actually, I got to admit, um, you texting during the episode kind of pissed me off. I was like, God damn it, who's texting me? <laughs> What's funny is I did see you, like, side-eye your phone and frown. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, with the exception of, of uh, a one-hour ti- uh, one time slot on Wednesdays, no one's going to get mad at you for firing off a text, checking in with somebody. Uh, and, yeah, and, and call somebody, Zoom with people, sc- Skype them, uh, do, do, uh, do TikToks, do... I don't know. Watch a watch a Christmas movie that you're too cool to watch with your family. Yeah, Amazon Watch Party. I hear we're on there now. Yeah, and by family, I mean the people that you live with. Uh, again, don't travel. Hey, we should watch Elves 2018. We can do a watch party on uh, Amazon. I'm not saying I'm willing to watch it again, but I'll have my computer watch it, and then I'll just like yeah. be doing doing H- something else. Hulu has that option as well. I was actually thinking that 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 would be fun for maybe. Uh, It'd be uh, the you, me, Joan Reagan. We 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 sit down. We watch a bad movie. Fire Good. off some, fire off a director's commentary for it. Basically, all right. Doesn't have to be elves, but you know there are other movies called elves. Yeah, but maybe we do that in the next couple of weeks. We fire it off around uh, around Christmas time. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? The fans can sync up, watch with us. Maybe we don't do any of this. There's only one way to find out, and that's to subscribe to our RSS feed and whatever podcast catcher you listen, you, you, you use. But yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays to everybody. Send us whatever you want in at uh, roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Follow and us. And please, no Dickens riff-offs. We, we don't like A Christmas Carol anymore. It's yeah, been done. It's been done to death. Uh, some podcasts even use a weird bastardized line from that as their sign-off, which is... Mm, no. Totally fucked. I don't get yeah. that at all. But yeah, Actually, ro- doesn't ours come from Dickens? It's just not a Christmas Carol. That was no. It is. It is for. I can't right. tell if you're fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were fucking with me. Yeah, I. I, I think we've we, we've we've reached terminal irony. <laughs> I don't think either of us knows what we like anymore. Yeah. 
but yeah, roasted us pot on Instagram.com for that tremendous picture of J- J- James. You're gonna you're gonna want to see it. It's truly beautiful. Uh, we're gonna get the vanity plates up there. We'll see you before the new year. Uh, stay safe out there. Have some eggnog. Have some other festive beverages and stuff. Dude, yeah, watch Grizzly Adams, man. Watch Grizzly watch, Adams. Play Santa and and really get at some elves. Or maybe not. I don't know. And uh, as we sometimes do, Jimbo's going to bring us out with a quote from one of his favorite characters from one of his favorite Christmas movies. It's it's sort of, it's not just a good one-liner, but it's a little piece of, of advice and wisdom that you can you can take with you for the week, for the coming days, uh, stressful around around Christmas times. So you, you just think about this, and it'll it, it it'll it'll help give you some some guidance and some some clarity. And go ahead and hit us with that holiday wisdom, Jimbo. Now, ho ho ho! And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone, and to all a good fuck. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuff and macaroni and cheese. And Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. 